Hello, and you're listening to volume 24 of the Strange Grooves podcast. I'm Sharice Letson. I'm Kate Milberry. And before we get into this week's episode, we'd like to remind you guys that you can support this podcast and all the other uh, shows and cool content on Strange Grooves by going to patreon.com slash strangegrooves. Um, we'd like to uh, thank our recent patrons, uh, Joanna Killen, Matt Letson, Kaylin Capson, and this chick who, her name's Barb Crawford. Have you heard of her, Kate? I'm pretty sure I've heard of Barb Crawford. Who is she? And I like, I think she's our guest this oh episode. Ah! <laughs> hey, Barb. Hi, girls. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And also, thank you for your money. <laughs> yeah, You're we welcome. really, again, as we said before, we really appreciate that because it goes literally towards stuff that at first we were taking out, out of pocket. Out of pocket. It really So helps. when I saw that, that email, I was like... Oh my god, I was like, we need to go for lunch. We just got Barb Crawford's ten dollars. <laughs> it made my whole day. And I think it legitimized that the fact that we were like a thing now. Right. Like if Barb Crawford thinks what we're doing is legit. Oh, then. give me a break. <laughs> if people are doing cool things in St. John, I want to be a part of it. Aww. So that's that's the bottom line. It's very selfish of me to wanna be a part of it. So no, it's not. <laughs> so you guys should be like, ugh, Barb. No. Classic bar. No, we're never going to do this. This is actually why we, we really wanted to talk to you, right? Um, you know, personally, I know how much you've, uh, you have a love for your city, and I know that you're very um, passionate about the music community. You've always, always, like, I've seen you always at shows and festivals and on boards doing things, uh, home shows. I always see, you're always in St. John, right? And... You've written a lot of things that really elevate the community and stuff. And, and what are you doing right now that's really giving you energy? Oh, gosh. Well, I go to bed at 1030 now. I'm very old. So everything you just described is, is my former life, which I would never trade for one minute. But um, now I, I support things with my money. So what, what am I doing now that, 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 is, that is helpful is I pay people to do things that I want to do. So I buy concert tickets or I support shows or theater or dance or I've been buying a lot of art. That's been giving me life. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's... I've been seeing that actually on your Instagram quite a bit. I'm always like, yeah, new art purchases. It makes me feel empowered. I'm like, yeah, you go, girl. Get that art. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> You know, I think it's great, like, supporting artists and stuff, too. Yeah. And I think it's, it's you know, it, it, it gives you a nice reminder to go out and get something refreshing that, you know, reminds you of beauty. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, especially the lot, a lot of the stuff that you've posted um, from Julie. Uh, yeah. she's, she's been fantastic. Julie, Julie Whiteneck. Yeah. I've bought a lot of her pieces. Yeah. Jack Bishop. Oh, he's a St. Johner who lives in Halifax now, of yeah. course. But I've been... I've been buying his pieces I, I bought two in the last year and a half or so and I'm very poor but I'm rich with art no, exactly. <laughs> yeah but there's so many great artists in St. John you know obviously strange grooves talking about music but of course visual artists as well they're so we're, we're so lucky to have the talent in St. John that we do yeah, I think it's been exponential over the last few years, too, especially with, I mean, yeah, the, the growth and stuff. But I think a lot of people are really passionate about digging in, and like with stuff like Third Shift and Area 506, Quality Block Party, 
things are just really happening and I think that when people go in they, they jump two feet in and that's something I've always admired about you is you never half-assed anything that you're you're volunteering on or you know working for you know I think that that's I think I really respect you as a, a human being and you know again like I'm pumped to be able to talk to you about tunes and about you know life and business but you know I think we're just really humble to kind of talk and explore a little bit more about the, those passions well thank you you're, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, so I want to know, um, what have you been listening to lately? Oh, um, if you rewind to 2007, yeah. probably the exact same stuff I was listening to then. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. Um, I, right now, cannot get enough of Land of Talk. Um, I've been digging the new new pornographer's record. Can you even believe they're coming to St. John this yeah, summer? Yeah, that, that was a score. Yeah. Um, the Weather Station, I have been digging her latest album. Um, I've been listening to, um, oh, geez, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. That's Nobel Prize winner. Yeah. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer Prize, right. Nobel <laughs> Prize. I'm getting all the prizes. Uh, still all the strategic. Prizes. Yeah. yeah um, still listen to Pop all the time. Yeah. You know, just classic day to day but land of talk i literally could listen to that album front to back all day long it's called it's called life after youth it's so good you guys okay. have to listen yeah. to it so land of talk has been around for a decade or more long time um the original incarnation of the band two of the guys were from moncton um and she used to tour or they used to tour with a lot of um independent bands which would be like um, or dependent bands excuse me which would fall under that like winter sleep contrived like that umbrella they used to tour a lot with them around the maritimes anyway i have only seen her live once it was in 2007 at oshiaga of all places it was it was great but obviously yeah yeah it was at an outdoor an outdoor coachella like festival anyway um the fact that she's coming back to to new brunswick and to halifax this year is just so exciting to me i can't even stand it that's awesome (laughs) anyway that's great i know (laughs) so that'll be a concert you're going to anything else that you're really pumped to to go to or attend this year yeah uh the area 506 lineup is pretty good um, the fact that the new pornographers are coming here, I think, is huge for the city of St. John. They're a big draw, and they're really going to, you know, in addition to Area 506 being a draw for St. John and the surrounding areas, like, we can't be blind to the fact that it's a draw for our hotels. That's, right. That's what yeah. we want to happen. We want it to be a tourist destination, and the, the new pornographers are going to help with that oh, a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. July talk, of course, huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our cows are... Great. So it's it's gonna it's a good lineup, and I think it'll be a really good time. Um, I recently bought tickets to see Land of Talk at the Halifax Jazz Fest, so that's in July. Um, cannot wait for Feist. Um, what May nineteen? Right at Harbor or er, at the Imperial Theater. Yeah. Did you go to Jeff Tweedy? No, I didn't. I went to the Beer Fest. Cool. <laughs> another worthy event. I, I saw Jeff Tweedy maybe um, 10 or 11 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that long ago. In Fredericton, he played at the Playhouse, but I think he played under the Wolco umbrella, whereas I think he was just doing some solo yeah. stuff last weekend, but 
it was a fantastic concert and i'm sure the the imperial theater is a venue unlike any other so it would have been really fantastic to see him there and uh so do you think that we'll be seeing a quality block party again this year oh of course yeah right. <laughs> i i think you know, I, I started off our whole chat by saying, if people are doing cool things, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. And that is seriously the best 40 or $50 I'll ever spend. Right. Like, last year, I was an old lady, hardly went to any shows, volunteered a bit. But, you know, between seeing Julie Doran and Little You Little Me and Reagan's Reagan's and whoever, it, it was worth every penny of my money and more. It was, it's... You know Peter yeah, Ro- Peter Rowan and the yeah. and the whole team yeah. uh, that who puts it on, and there's so many people that that are involved in in the, that core group, and they do such a great job. We were talking yesterday at the Quality Block Party meeting about how now all the festivals and stuff are starting to talk to each other and share resources instead of thinking them as themselves as separate entities. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about that is you saw the Area Five Hundred Six kind of pop up, and then you had Quality Block Party. But what's happening is the result, a lot of those Sunday all-ages shows changed the last year of how young teenagers went to shows. And Taco Pica would then have shows maybe once, twice a month that were all-ages or at the Phoenix Dinner Theater or wherever. Um, and I think that that's something that... That's what got me into music when I was 14 and 15, oh, is yeah. that, like, Linda, the bar owner at Studio 112, would let me in because I didn't drink. I didn't cause any problems. I didn't look like I was 12. That was probably, you know, a bonus. And I just listened to the music. I just wanted to give them my money and, and leave. And that's how I, I found it all. And what I think is going to be interesting, like Abby mentioned yesterday, is their, what their festival will be. Because I, I think there's going to be one that pops up that's actually for, for that demographic. Right. Like, not the demographic, but for that age. Right. That's just for the people under 19. That'd be really cool to see. Like you mentioned, like kind of your experience. I remember my experiences with local music has been like friends were playing in bands and they were doing shows at like community centers and churches. Yeah. And it was like, it was so cool. But at the same time, there is always that struggle to like, oh, we need an all ages venue or like mm-hmm. who's going to do this. And then like what things would pop up, like Hearthstone Cafe was one. And then eventually that got shut down and Port City Cafe, I think it was. Is that, remember that one? Oh, it was at the Arts Center. There's just a bunch of venues yeah, and nothing yeah. like, nothing's Nothing really stuck. stuck. Oh, those and Arts Center shows were so fun. Yeah. I know um, Sarah Jones had put on a couple there. Julie Wright has put on some shows there. Right. They were all great. The first show that I ever went to was at the UMBSJ cafeteria and it was like the organizers and Kitty Smack. It was in the middle of a Sunday afternoon, all ages. Okay. It yeah. was, it was so fun. So maybe we just need to resurrect the old cafeteria. Oh yeah, that, that could happen. And like, that would be really rad. The fact that they would feel so nurtured enough that they would have support to, to build something like that. And I just think that that's great. And I, I, you know, I'm not, super old or anything but like I have to I, I work a lot I'm, my life's very chaotic and mm. you know I, I need at least three or four hours of sleep I'd like eight but three or four seems like what I get and I can't always go to everything there's times where I plan to, to go out like there's a B.A. Johnson show tonight and I'm like okay Kate you can do this I gotta get the energy right but I think that um, for a lot of people that's kind of what music is is it's that kind of energy surge that you know live performances or going home and putting on like your favorite record or something there's that that therapy in it and you need that from the time that you're learning about yourself all the way through life and I just I'm really excited for quality block party this year because of of how successful it's been and you know strange grooves is we're sponsor quality block this year and of area 506 and we're really trying to get into every place so that 
we can have conversations with people and create better content with people and with their bands and with their audience members so that we can, you know, kind of bring the experience to those who don't maybe get to, to go to those shows to them, right? So that it doesn't matter your age or where you're from or how you use technology, but you can you can listen to it. And I'm really excited to see how that kind of unfolds. So I, I thank you for what you do when you volunteer for those things because I know that it takes energy. Time. And most of the people that are doing it have full-time gigs and they're just very passionate about it and I just think that that's rad. <laughs> well, that's just rad. Like, I'm so flattered. I can't, I can't even talk. <laughs> no, I think it's so important to support the things you care about. Yeah. And if you care about that next generation of kids who are going to do things in St. John, then you need to support them and you need to be there to build that base of support like I'm I'm not going to be able to go to a lot of shows th- this year for quality block party but and and you mentioned the Reagan's Reagan show tonight literally on my drive in I called my pal Adam and I was like I just sent you $20 to your bank account I need you to give it to B.A. Johnston <laughs> because I'm I can't go I'm so old I have a job and I have to be a good at it and being a grown up and yeah. you know, I, I wanna can get it. Can relate it. Can relate yeah. it. I totally can <laughs> And also it's Wednesday. But anyway, that I I have spent I spent nine years of my life in a bar or all ages venue or restaurant turned show, you know, three to four nights a week. And I did that for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've I've paid my dues, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a.k.a. Yes. cover, charge, yes. Yes. but, you know, it, it, it doesn't mean you can't, you don't need, you should still support what you right. want to happen. Yeah, I agree with that. And support the people who are making it happen. That's right. Like you too, oh, like quality sure. block party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're stoked to kind of be doing this. Like, we never, ever intended for this to be like... No. kind of what it has turned into but all the things like the strange mail and, and people being connected and, and interviewing bands and adding Jeff Liberty show and the strange it's just kind of been exponentially growing and more is more. the biggest thing you know aside from Patreon go to patreon.com slash strange the only other thing that you could really do is if you like music or if you like to take pictures of bands at shows or even if you just want to like talk about your experiences of going or about albums you might like just send us an email that's you can have your own category on our website it's it doesn't it doesn't cost we are never intending for this for for anyone to to incur money as like from a membership base or anything like that you can literally send us a paragraph with some photos your name all your social handles that you want we'll set up your page and every time you send us content we'll put it up and we'll put it out through for people to get the maximum amount because that's kind of the idea is for us to be able to share resources and content and and followers and reach so that people don't have all these different you know vehicles on the road that there's just one massive great fantastic tesla land rover going through the you know the, the roads and and connecting people and i don't I'd rather people, you know, um, go go to Patreon and, and donate a toonie or ten bucks and get cool stuff and get letters and friendships than to have to pay for a membership, you know. Right. So if if that's something that interests you, if you're listening, even if you're thinking I don't write well or you know Doesn't I'm a little matter. shy, no, okay. just just try because you know we can help massage it a little bit. We can yeah. you know we can help any part of the way, but 
We just need more of it. We need we need you. We need new voices because Kate and I, you know, we'd probably get boring after a while if we didn't have yeah, guests. Yeah, there's and so many of you out there that are just fucking awesome. So like, get on we board. Be part of the Strange Crew. Oh, that's our plug. <laughs> Good plug. Yeah. What records did you bring yes. with you? Anyway, I was about to point that out. You brought like, like, so I was, I was I was saying before we started recording that I was listening to your interview with James Mullinger today. Right. He and prepared. and he came prepared, and I thought. I love being prepared. Yes. So I brought a stack of my favorite records. Ooh, yay. So I'm going to put two asterisks yeah. beside that. One is that I did not bring Fleetwood Mac Rumors. That's fine. That's three given. copies here. Don't worry. And I, I did not bring um, the Tragically Hip Music at Work. Okay. Which is two of my favorite albums. Did not bring them. So let me tell you what I brought. Okay. So um, I have Land of Talk, Life After Youth. This was my favorite album of 2017, will likely be my favorite album of 2018 and beyond. Okay. So great. Please listen to it. If you were going to listen to a song, I recommend probably Loving. So good. Um, I brought Wolf Parade Expo 86. I brought this for two reasons. I love that cover. Same. <laughs> um, so Wolf Parade. I, I heard about Wolf Parade in like early 2000s. I went to Oceaga with my uh, friend Matt Pern, and before I went, I was like, okay, I'm going to look at the lineup, and I'm going to buy these CDs, and I'm going to listen to them so that when they get up on stage, I'm going to know every single song. Anyway, I bought a lot of albums that summer that were not good. Right. <laughs> right. But I bought Wolf Parade, Apologies to the Queen Mary, and it, I still listen to it today. Like, it's still in my record player from time to time. It's so great. Anyway... A few years ago, many, many years ago, I don't know why I said a few, many years ago, Wolf Parade played at the um, uh, the Farmer's Market in Fredericton, the Boys Farmer's Market, right. is that what it's called? Yes. Anyway, on the inside of this record, where is it? There's actually a picture from that show. Oh, really? Yes, look at it! Oh, I've, oh, yep. Like the, like, the New Brunswick flag is hanging from the rafters. Oh, oh cool. Amazing. Anyway, it was such a killer concert. Um. Anyway, enjoyable. Love, love Wolf Parade. Love this record. Yeah, that's really neat. Uh, I also brought Spoon. Ga 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 ga. I'm a diehard Spoon fan. Um, one day, a few months ago, Kate stopped me on a rainy Friday and was like, "I have something for you." And turns out it was a Spoon record. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Uh, anyway, Ga 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 is is my favorite Spoon record. Their newest record, Hot Thoughts, is also a jam from, like, the first song to the last. Um, I saw Spoon on their Ga 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 tour in Montreal. I went with Chris Sterning. You would cool. know his brother Chase from Serves Beer at Brits. Plus other things. Plus he's a great guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Chris and I are at this Spoon concert with Chase. And there's a song on this record called The Ghost of You Lingers. And there is like a bass note in that song that I honestly was like, did the lower half of my body fall off of my body? <laughs> like it was such, wow. it was like the craziest ba bass note that I have ever felt. Anyway, it's such a good record. I recommend listening to it if you have not. This is my favorite slideshow I've ever done. <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm just like. So I brought a uh, snail house, sentimental gentleman. So snail house doesn't, go by Snail House anymore. He goes by Mike Fierstack. 
Um, he's from Montreal, but tours through here all the time. He's part, or he, he does a lot of things with the Ford Music Group label. I don't know if he puts his records out through them. Um, I think he does. But um, he has tons of connections to the East Coast. He, um, in addition to that, like Mike Belly and Nick Cobb and Kyle Conjack all play with him quite often, and you would know them from every band in Fredericton and Halifax. Um, on this record, there's there's two songs that I really love. One of them's called Great Storytellers, um, and the other one is Sentimental Gentleman, like title track. Anyway, there's lots of great like lines in the song, or on this album, on those songs, and this is like an album that I would put on if it was like Overcast, aka Every Day in St. John, mm-hmm. um, while I'm doing my work, just like pitter-pattering away at my desk. I love it so much. It's great. I recommend everyone buy it. I love the, the um, artwork. Yeah. Let me tell you about this artwork. So my favorite artist in the whole world, John Clater, did this. Oh, wow. So um, John Clater's from Sackville. He has done tons of artwork that you would recognize. He did the Battle of the Nudes cover for Gord Downey. He's done almost all of Julie Doran's records. Oh, cool. Like, he's around. Plus, if you come to my house, you would be like, oh my god, I love all these paintings. I'd be like, oh, John Clater, John Clater, John Clater. <laughs> anyway, um, two years ago, I messaged John because he was doing this project um, on Instagram where he was um, doing watercolors of paintings and, and prints that he had done previously. And I was like, oh my god, I would die and go to heaven if you made me a copy of The Fox from Sentimental Gentleman. And he did. Oh, and it's, wow. in my, it's in my dining room on top of my record player. Anyway, it's one of my prized possessions. I love it. That's awesome. That's a really cool story. That's that like, is oh, really, there's the extra yeah. layer there. That's, I love that. You're welcome. <laughs> That's great. Uh, the next record that I brought is The National Boxer. Um, the National has been around for a really long time. Boxer is by far double underline my favorite album. Um, Mistaken for Strangers, Fake Empire, Green Gloves, Apartment Story, like Ada. There's so many great songs on this record. Um, that's all. I recommend listening to it. As I'm just going to say that about every record. Yeah, <laughs> I recommend listen. listening to it. Um, <laughs> If you need a hack to listen to music, I recommend Apple Music. Right. It's great. It's great for during the day when you can't go home and put a record on. Which is so intentional and fun and a great way to listen to music is to put on a record. But I also love Apple Music because I can just be on Wi-Fi and listen to any song that exists in the world. Right, right, yeah. Except mm-hmm. maybe Beyonce or something. But. Yeah, because she's... Uh... Just lemonade. You still can't. I don't think you could still get that even on Spotify. No, I mm. bought it though so that I could listen. Right. To it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also brought Coke Machine Glow by Gord Downey. Um, I went through a period of my life, you know, from grade seven approximately, so that would have been uh, nineteen ninety six to now where I've been obsessed with Tragically Hip. Of course, everyone is. Everyone has a, a, a spot in their heart for Gord Downey, obviously. Um, Coke Machine Glow was the first solo record I had heard by Gord. I think he had won before this. Um, Vancouver Divorce is still on every mix CD or tape or MP3 list or Apple Music playlist that I would create for anyone. Um, 
they they just re-released a lot of his records on vinyl and i picked this up and i got introduce yourself and uh anyway i listen to it a lot it's it's beautiful i also have the the poetry book that goes with this which is also it's just very lovely to read uh, it was around this time i think too that he had written toronto number no. four which is on music at work which is also just a really beautiful touching song so i have an interjection story a couple of years ago i sent barb a message on facebook and i said funniest thing i was curious and googled gord downey wife this is what came up <laughs> And it's a picture of Barb. Wasn't it in PEI? Yep. And it's her. And she's just like standing there. And she's the second result that pops up in Google Images. Literally. And there's like no other like recognizable like Gord Downey wife or like pictures of him and her. It's literally just like a, I think you're wearing like a red t-shirt and you're just like smiling. And I had to send it to her. I was like, I don't know if you know this, but I just Googled Gord Downey's wife and you popped up. So. That was the day that. I went to heaven. Yeah, you're just you're like, like, I can oh go right God. now. I'm fine for yeah. the rest of my life. No, uh, I, I, went, I was like, hold on, I know that person. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, I went to PEI one summer. They have a really killer summer music festival there. And I went up and I visited my friend Amy Power. Um, some Anyway, he's, she, she was around St. John 12 years ago. God, everything I talk about is 12 years ago. But... Uh, yeah, we like walked by a Timothy's. I did a triple take. Um, we were like standing there like idiots. He was probably like, oh, crap. <laughs> like I've been spotted. So he walked out and I was like, uh, hi, can I can I get my picture with you? Anyway, I don't think my teeth could be showing any more yeah, in that picture. So and then he fled. <laughs> yeah. He was probably like, this girl's cray. Gotta <laughs> I got to get out of here. Gotta <laughs> But anyway, yeah, that was the best screenshot that I've ever received. Thank you so much. I think, I, I think it was like maybe a few months ago and I was going through a hard drive and I saw it again and I had to chuckle to myself. Right. And I was <laughs> like, amazing. oh, I was like, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, how many people think like that have Googled that, that think you're like, wow. Well, thank you so much. No, but I, th- I really commend him for keeping his personal life so private. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that like in in 2018 or or 12 years ago or 20 years ago like it's hard yeah it is yeah. like to be a celebrity maybe what he had going for him was he was can- a canadian celebrity and right. everyone's so respectful here <laughs> anyway um the next record that i brought is greg mcpherson fireball um greg mcpherson is from cape breton but lives in manitoba now and uh, you probably recognize his name from many of the summer concert series that happened down on the boardwalk. He comes through almost every summer to go home and visit his parents. And anyway, he's amazing. Yeah. He, um, his band um, was shortlisted for the Players last year. Or not short, long list, excuse me. And... Um, Anyway, it's killer. Um, the song Fireball is a jam. 1995 is a jam. And um, he played here maybe two years ago. I went to the show with my friend Chris Small. And um, there it was myself and Chris Small and the guy who opened for Greg in the audience at Pepper's Pub. And anyway, after the show... 
after the private concert really? that I had. That's essentially what that yeah. was. After the private concert that Chris and I and the opening guy had, um, I bought this record. And, and it was so sweet because during that show, he was just like, you guys want to hear anything? Just like, nice. Like, yeah. Like, and, I, and I was like, y- yes. And I you know, pull out the like set list that I basically prepared for him. That's a lie. I requested two songs. He played them both. He thought I was a weirdo because both of them are basically like slow jams. But it was, it was a great time. Love, awesome. love Greg McPherson. Great memory. Um, I brought Bri Webb Provider. That's a cool cover. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, so Bri Webb is um, the lead singer of the band The Constantines. Um, Brian Webb uh, has a few solo records out. Provider is uh, gut-wrenching. Like, such a beautiful record about his wife and his kid and how hard it is to make money. And it is it is touching. Like, it's a really beautiful record. Um, he played Sappy Fest two years ago, three years ago, maybe. And um, in the Vogue Theater, have you guys ever been there? It's I've not been to Savvy Fest. It's it is unfortunate that Savvy Fest is the same weekend as Area Five Hundred Six, um, oh. but Savvy Fest is a it's a killer festival. It's yeah. been around for thirteen or fourteen years, and it's a good time. Um, yeah, so uh, Brywood played at the Vogue Theater, which is just a really um, well, it's a small movie theater, maybe. 20 seats across and 30 rows back like it's not very big and it's so intimate and you barely need a microphone you barely need an amplifier and it's so beautiful to to listen to to musicians there and anyway um Bri Web provider it's a it's a great record 10 out of 10 speaking of the constantines there you go so the other day, I am driving uptown with my friend Patrick, and Patrick goes, Barb, what's your pump-up song? And I was like, it's Young Lions by the Constantines. Don't know if you've heard it. Tune in. Bring it up on your Apple Music right now. Pause this podcast. Yeah. Pause it. Bring it up. We'll wait. <laughs> bring it, we'll be here. Bring it up on your Apple Music. Anyway, it's Jam. Um, but Shine a Light, it's, it's an older record. What year is it? doesn't say 2003 so i guess it's not that old but it's great it's also got the song nighttime anytime it's all right uh i i had seen them play maybe at the cellar in fredericton have you guys been to a show there oh yeah i went i went to stew so yeah of course you did you've been to the cellar i've seen so many great bands at the cellar but uh yes i went to see them at the cellar and they're playing this song, like, Nighttime, Anytime, It's All Right. And I had heard it from however I had heard it. I used to buy music back then on CDs. And anyway, it gets to the point where, like, on the on the recording, like, faintly, there, there's this girl who goes, turn it up. Like, oh. in the recording. Nice. So anyway, he gets to that part, and I'm like, turn it up. Just and he, he, he loved it. Bri Webb loved it. No. <laughs> Anyway, God, I'm going to start crying. I have so I'm many, sen- I have so many sentimental you stars. Don't you don't, mm. So I saw mm. that last record, and she mm. almost fell off her stool. I, that's why I was like this. She was like, oh, my God. So the last record in my show and tell is Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. What a great way to end this. Which is um, every female 
40 years and on, Younger's favorite record of all time. A- am I wrong? No. Am I wrong? It, no, it's 109. It's top 10, at least, right? Um, Stephen Stone bought me this record for Christmas this year, and it was literally the best gift I've ever received. Um, it's a killer album, start to finish. I can remember... Um, I can I remember like this was probably one of the first albums that I really digested like you know track one through 15 or whatever like not like okay I'm gonna listen to the singles I'm gonna listen to these songs that are in between the singles like it was really the first record that I digested and I remember like not the doctor which is the second to last song affected me I don't know how, how else to say that and and I, and I think it was a turning point for me in, in the way that I listen to music and the way that I appreciate music and, and God, I'm being so ridiculous, but like the way that I feel music. Yeah. Anyway, um, saw Alanis Morissette when she played at Harbor Station. Maybe. Of course I oh did. God. When was that? Oh, 1993. Like oh, I was I probably was 10. <laughs> well, um, I when, I, when I was, when I was like, well, um, and still when I was growing up, my aunt um you know wasn't married didn't have kids and i was her like reason to go do stuff so we if she wanted to go to a concert she was like barb come she wanted to go see the flames play barb come so (laughs) i was so fortunate yeah i've seen celine dion (laughs) 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 i don't know if you saw this but uh jeff liberty gave me as a gift for my birthday uh, an after show backstage pass from when he went and did like his Celine Dion management and him and his wife got to meet Celine Dion. Of course they And he did. gave me this because like I'm set. So me and my best friend Laura, um, we bonded over Atlanta. Like out of all the other things that Alanis Morissette has done for me and for others, it's like how music really brings people together yeah. and how it like brings you back to a moment. And like to me, like I can, as soon as I start to like listen to that, whether it comes on at my work and the guys are playing it or whether it's like once you've had a few drinks or if you're like whatever the time is, it just brings back such a, an abundance of like, I don't know, memory and, and experience. And I don't know if you go into my bathroom, there's a picture of her hanging up. Oh, yeah. So Linus is going to watch it pee. Literally. Can't wait. And she, it's like is the it one where her like belly's kind of showing. And her hair <gasps> looks wet. Like it's a perfect. Scandalous. It's yeah. a perfect bathroom poster when you think about it. <laughs> when I'm like getting ready, I don't need like nice makeup brushes. I need a Lannis. There you go. I need a Lannis. This Lannis Morissette Jacket Little Pill is a jam of a record start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. that. I remember uh, like the first time me and my best friend Laura met, um, I... I was like over with my boyfriend at the time and he was hanging out with one of his friends and he lived with a roommate who was Laura at the time and I didn't know her. I kind of saw her in passing and uh, all I could hear was uh, Alanis Morissette and I was like, is Laura home? And he was like, yeah, she's in the room. And I went in and she was drinking peppermint schnapps and she was like, and I was like, and then we started singing together and then all of a sudden we were like, we're going to be friends forever because we were like kind of drunk, right? <laughs> and ever since now, it's just been this thing. Like every time we hang out, she's in Calgary now, but like we send each other Alanis Morissette stuff all the time. I sent her a picture of me in the bathroom the other day. Oh me and Alanis. So I'm very happy you brought that record and we're going to listen to it after this podcast. Yeah, we are. So while we're on the topic of records still, I'm going to ask the question that I ask most guests is if, you know, it's the end of days, 
and you're only allowed to take one record with you, what's the one record you'd take? It doesn't have to be in this pile. It could be in your collection back home, but what's the one your, your one record that you take with you? Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac Rumors final answer. All right. <laughs> That's a good one. Solid. Solid. That's a strange screw staple. Have you seen Fleetwood Mac? No. Okay. Right. I'm not okay. that cool. <laughs> I'm not that cool. I was like, you did, then I'd really fall off the chair. Yeah. It's just too you much. Get a concussion. It's, it's too much. I need a helmet. You need to tell me these things. <laughs> you just ask every guest things. in advance, like, did you see Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. <laughs> get you a helmet. Be on your derby gear. It's, it's part of the inquiry in the fields. Have you seen Fleetwood Mac? Will you be talking about Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> <laughs> Is a helmet required? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good one. That's yeah. a no. That's a record that Kate got me into this past year, and that was my Christmas gift. So secondhand it's, news. Ah, oh, the chain. Oh, never like, break the chain. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. We can go on. We could just do a whole rumors episode one night if we wanted to. Yes. Rumors appreciation. Would you be down for doing that? Of course. Okay. Everyone yeah. brings their copy of rumors. <laughs> just. <laughs> just talk. It's like, about what's it? the number on yours? <laughs> Put it into discogs. <laughs> So that's too much yeah no um <laughs> i like you're like didn't think we could take it that far we did we did and it's there it's now there like it's, it's if anyone wants to do this like if there's serious inquiries let us know we'll have a rumors night yeah for sure yeah um one of the last questions i want to ask you barb is um with everything that's happening like in the music seen in the last 10 years last few years and stuff and with everything that you're doing for you know saint john and and whatnot what do you want for your city? Uh, I want I want St. John to um, to appreciate what it has and own what it has and and build on that. You know, to take ownership and to make it what it wants to be. You know, if St. John wants to be a blank, then who's going to do it? You know, that's I just want there to be some ownership because St. John rules. Like we yeah, wouldn't, no, we totally wouldn't, does. no one is stuck here. No, um, St. John is great. Like if I'm going to be like analytical about it, um, my house was really cheap. My car is really cheap. I have a great job. Like my standard of living is great. St. John rules. We have artists, we have music, we have restaurants. Like, we have the best restaurants in the province. Right. No question. Um, th- there's that. We have, we have philanthropists. Like, we have people in our city who want to, who are willing to spend money to make it better. Like, we have the water. We have the forest. We have beaches and trails. And we're, we're so lucky to be where we are. And I want people to be like, Oh yeah, yeah. We really yeah, are, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like we're we're so lucky to be yeah. here, and we sh- if if you want something, you need to take ownership of it, and you need to make it happen. That's and right. you know, there's so many cool people in St. John who are already doing that. Like, like back in my blog days, back when I had my blog, you know, I met Judith Mackin, making stuff happen. Um, like Jeff Roach and Kelly Lawson, Mel Norton, like mm. double underline that guy's name, right? Like he was a great driving force for our city, the whole Renaissance city thing. I could roll my eyes a little bit at that, but all, but 
Hey, it happened. It happened. Like, that's he, one thing he did. He really did. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have an appreciation for that. That was something else that me and Abby and Nick LeBlanc were talking about at Quality Block Party is that you notice this common thing. Stuff starts to happen, right? And right. people will walk up to you and say, oh, you know what you guys should be doing? This. But they don't offer to actually facilitate it or to help put no the work solutions. in. or and, and they'll be the first people <laughs> that actually will say, oh, look at such and such a lineup or look at this or how come you know, the mayor's doing this or not doing this, but they're not the ones actually helping be part of the solution or volunteering their time or helping with the programming or do you know what I mean? And it's, it's such an important thing. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to bitch, be part of the solution, man. I mean. and, I, and I see this like, not just in the arts, but even like when my day job at Huddle, it's just like people love to bitch, but like people like, you know, if you're going to bitch, cool, but like offer a solution. What do you, you know, like what's, what are we going to do about it? And, uh, yeah, no, that's so when I see people actually offer something and then they make it happen, I, I have really big respect and admiration I mean. for or that. Or trying. Like, even yeah. if you're not successful, it's, like, the effort and the drive and the passion mm-hmm. that goes behind trying trying something. It's better than the person just sitting at home not doing shit that's and right. just complaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that, you know, there's a lot of power and positivity. And... So, like you reap what you sow, you are what you eat, you blah blah blah. If you're positive, positive things are gonna come to you. And right. if you're if you're putting that out, then people are going to wanna be near you and they're gonna wanna help. Right? right? Yeah. I don't know. I could yeah. be really sappy about it, but yeah, no, I know like if if we want stuff to happen in St. John, we need to do it ourselves. And and there are tons of people in St. John doing it themselves and doing it for us like mm-hmm. you and know not the people that you see uh doing the whole pat on the back either they're the ones that are like so so busy that they don't have time to be needing applause for I, it I you know i don't think that it's that they don't have time to need applause it's yeah. that they it doesn't in register in their head that the, they the would strategy. ever that they would ever get applause for what they're doing because they're doing something that is fundamental to their way of life that if they want something they're gonna do it and and why would anyone congratulate them for you know stuff we should be doing anyway you know like they're do of course there are so many unsung heroes in st john that absolutely deserve applause but they're never gonna go looking for it because it doesn't register that it's a thing that should be looked for to them because they're doing what they want to do yeah that's right yeah, sometimes it's it's hard. Like Sharice and I talked about the imposter syndrome when you do start when somebody starts to talk about you or elevate you or elevate what your business is doing, and and you're kind of like, yeah, but I like that's awesome, but I'd be doing it anyways, or this is just what I do, and <laughs> yeah. it makes you feel like oh, or if you are being recognized and you're like, is this like oh, should I do I deserve this? Is it yeah. you know like when we got our award um, at uh, Faces of Fusion, it was very like. My mouth oh. was like gapped open the whole time. Even given the speech, you look at pictures. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, you hated those pictures. <laughs> it's just, but they're like they're bad pictures that they're genuine. Like, yeah, you see, no, like they're, set, they're very humble. But you're right. People who you know are rolling their sleeves up and getting shit done. You don't see them um, really doing anything more than that. Right. So I, I, I don't. I would agree with you, and I'd say I kind of want the same thing for it too. Because I, I don't know. I know you've lived in Fredericton before. I, I was I was in there for four years for school. Yeah, I've never lived anywhere but St. John. 
I've never moved away. I've been here. I'm 29. I've never lived anywhere else. Like, I, you know, I'm, I lived in Sussex for a month, you know, lived on the outskirts of St. Martin's. Yeah, for, this, you know. But I mean, like, I've always been here. I've never moved to Halifax John or BC or nothing, right? And I don't ever plan to. I always thought if I was going to, it would probably happen in the in this year, you know what I mean? And it's just not on the radar. So I'm kind of, that's why I'm so like, well, how do I dip my fingers in everything? Do you know what I mean? And every festival and every person that blogs or does photographs or does, you know, stuff for shows or just for other people. Like it's the community base makes and gives me energy to continue to do what I do. So I think that that's the that's why we try to reach out to the people that we have on the show is because one, they're requested two they give us um, energy, like an ignition of something that makes us feel like what we're doing is is actually for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we hear that people are, are listening and that are getting something and friendships from this, it's really, I don't know, it's fucking great. It's very heartwarming. Like, very rad. Fuck you in this. <laughs> 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 Strange crew, yay! Awesome. Great. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Barb, for joining Thank us. Thank you so it much. It has been my absolute pleasure. Will you want to come back and do another episode? I'll be here for the Fluid Mac Appreciation Night. <laughs> <Hey, laughs> that's happening now. Good, good. That's awesome. That's you can do that. And again, if you have, you know, uh, a toonie you can spare this month, head over to patreon.com slash strangegrooves. And, you know, we've got we've got packages from 2 bucks to 25 bucks. Right. Um, our sponsorship packages will be going out next week. Yeah, so if you're a business and you want to find your own way to kind of get your business's name out there and kind of do some cool stuff, uh, stay tuned. And if you want us to reach out to you directly... Shoot us a message. Yeah, our tote bags will be available within the next week. Um, also, we have some exciting news that we'll be launching a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, that's so the works. Yeah, we're jumping on the Kickstarter train, guys. You know, um, as this has grown and as you add three shows to your your site, you need... Things cost money. Thing co- things cost money, and we want to make sure that everyone has, you know, the, the pins and the buttons and the mail and, and, you know, shipping and all these different things cost. So we're going to do, um, you know, just a really small Kickstarter. So if you, you know, are buying stuff for Record Store Day wicked but if you want to save a tiny morsel um we'll we're gonna have some really cool rewards um and again if you are looking for a hobby we would love to have you as part of strange grooves there you go. we thank really you. would thank you so much guys bye